Happy Wednesday to everybody. We have a couple of announcements. This Sunday will be a candlelight service, only a 10 a.m. service. And then the 25th is Christmas Day. Don't forget it. It's on Monday, which is kind of weird. Um, then the 30th will be our journey, Christmas, New Year's party at 7 at the Family Life Center. You'll bring your favorite finger food and invite a friend.
Aren't you thankful for that baby that was born just for our sin? by the one who made heaven and earth called us into his spiritual authority and power in life in the middle of all of that he said call on me in the day of trouble and I will hear you and we are brothers and sisters in Christ every human is made in the image of the invisible God and so his pronunciation of life. Love the Lord thy God with all the heart, soul, mind, and strength. And then love your neighbor as yourself. Whether they come to this assembly or not, whether they are part of the body of Christ or not, it would be right according to the word of the Lord that we take spiritual authority and take the promises of God and merge them in prayer and in faith for these people that need a touch of God. And so tonight we are extending ourselves in a, a prayer for the hurting, for the needy, and those that just have lost their direction in life. These people that we are going to pray for are people that need a physical touch of God in their body. Chris Anders, Teresa Mitchell, Sandy Holt, Sonia Pace, Carol Stone, Atterbury family, Haverland family, Sister Joanne Fryer, and the names that are listed up here. And then we pray for the nation of Israel yes. and the leaders of our world. And if you have a special need in your body, if you will come to the front, ministries will anoint you with oil. The Bible said the prayer of faith shall save the sick. And so I want to remind you that saving nature sometimes doesn't mean immediate healing. We are saved into a covenant with healing. And sometimes people get the feeling that their faith is no good because it don't happen immediately. Yeah. I am here to minister to you tonight. Sometimes it takes hours, days, months. But God is going to honor his word. So as we stand tonight and parade our faith toward heaven, and if you have a need in your body, please feel free to come to the front. We will anoint you with oil and pray a prayer of faith over you tonight. Father, I plead the blood of Jesus. I bring the power of the resurrection and the authority of your covenant. In Jesus' name, strengthen us, heal us, heal 
our brothers. Heal our land. In the name of Jesus. the reign of his Holy Spirit would increase and torque faith because it is faith that is going to deliver. It is faith that is going to change us. 
It is faith that is going to put us in an overcoming position so that no weapon formed can prosper. I see a lot of people that they don't exercise their faith in that. They just see it as a scripture and that all of that's just going to happen. No, no, no. Faith without works is dead. Faith without activity is dead. We've got to act on our faith and tell the devil verbally and show him spiritually we are not giving in to your lies, your condemnation, and all of the above. And we're praying for this city and this county and our world. We're going to send it to the cloud. I'm telling you, the cloud of, of, of the, what we call uh, the computer world and our phone world, all of that stuff going through there, and it, we just act like that. Uh, you know, that, that's, that's no big deal. That is a huge deal. But greater than all of the cloud is the crowd of righteousness, the cloud of peace, the cloud of joy, the cloud of victory. It's all in place, and we want him to reign righteousness now in Jesus' name. We bless you with praise because you said praise is comely and you said that the worshipers will bring the glory of praise to the earth. That's where we're going today and tomorrow and every day that we live. We're going to send up praises because we know that the promises of you, the God that we serve, has promised and it's impossible for you to lie. In the name of Jesus, praise God. Hallelujah. God bless you tonight as the ushers come. Father, thank you for these people that are so constant, those online and those here that support this work and keep this fire burning. In Jesus' name, multiply their strength and their finances. Amen. Your name is the highest, your name is the greatest, your name stands above and all. All thrones and dominions, all power and position, your
Sometimes people have a tough time converting the Word of God into the land of where we live now. I would like to remind us as we move through the remaining part of this year into the next part of the year, David made a statement that is so phenomenal in Psalms. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. It was not talking about a physical cup. It's talking about the holding power within his spiritual nature that my life runs over the impossibles and makes things possible. Paul begins to render that in a totally different area. A lot of people, they just enjoy the idea, my cup runneth over. But they never really get a grip on what that means. That means there's more spirit of victory available then there is liabilities of failure. It is huge that those promises and provisions are elevated to such a nature. And so the more of the preaching of the word that we get and the more of the study and the obedience to the word we get, the greater the Niagara of power is. It is the Niagara power that churns the wheels and creates electricity and energy. There are other features along with that. But my cup runneth over. There's more good available than there is negative. There's more power available than there is impossible. And so those are things that 
we continually imbibe into our physical system, but our spiritual nature begins to take over and amplify all of that. And uh, so it's a, it's a joy and a thrill to be with you tonight and to share with you uh, the glory of the Lord. Uh, I think we will try to uh, rush as quick as possible and at the same time uh, just uh, we may have to stop because I, I'm not going to try to bore you uh, tonight and I'm not going to try to see how long we can stay. I am here to hopefully take advantage of God. So let's, uh, let's look into the Word of God and uh, the Bible that you have goes from Eden all the way to the resurrection of the dead and that's huge. Men have captured and put together picture, pictures such as this and and I'm just going to put these three frames up here and let you get that in your mind so that as we move forward in the, uh, I don't think my little deal is working here. Can we move it forward one? Well, would you just imagine that they're up there? And you see that little red light? Huh? So my battery's not dead. Can you just advance it? And we got it. Oh, yeah, there we are. Okay. I put these basic pictures up so that you can get this big panorama. And that is the beginning from the all the way of Eden over on your left to Christ's teaching on the bottom one and then Christ being on the cross in the second top one, and then the empty grave, and then the resurrection. Those are critical issues that are already in place. They give us a sense of confidence. And that confidence is what helps us in the day of weariness and fatigue. And so in this, we look at the scripture now, and we exhort you. That's what, you know, fiery preaching does. That's what celebrating scriptures that have punch to them are. We exhort you, brethren, warn them that are unruly. In other words, those people that don't go by the word, they, don't, they, they, they just try to justify themselves by twisting truth. Unruly is when you stay, can't stay within the parallel lines of the rule. And comfort the feeble-minded. 
the feeble-minded is those people that just can't get it. They can't understand and they can't get themselves to obey and so they're feeble or weak-minded. And so he's saying the feeble-minded have to have somebody that is strong in the word. And that doesn't mean you look down on anybody, but you look unto Jesus for strength to help the weaker brother, the Bible uses that term. And so those, those are huge. And so see that none render evil for evil unto any man, but always or ever follow that which is good, both among yourselves, local church family, and to all the city. All humans is what he's dealing with there. It's not about all the people that are male. It is humans. And so the, the Bible helps us to understand that men is all of us, anybody breathing. And so, but ever follow that which is good among yourselves and to all men, and then rejoice evermore. See, you can rejoice because you know 10 days from now you're going to get a check. You know that as soon as the turn of the year goes and then you get into that tax period when you're going to get some extra cash back. See, that, you can start depending on some of that months in advance. You can depend on God a year in advance. But you live in a world where humanity tries to microwave everything and cut short corners in everything and hurry, hurry. And as one my scholarly helps to feed me, hurry, worry, bury is what's going on in this world now. We start looking for the grave when we're halfway through life. Except I'm not looking for the grave. If I die, that's all right. But if I live, Paul said for me to live is Christ, but to die is better than that. I've got a home in glory land. I have an understanding about this thing, he was saying. I can tell you that it's good here because I'm going to be in victory here. But it's better than that over there because I'm going to be ruling and reigning over there. Ladies and gentlemen, this is not just a go-to-church thing. It's not just to tune in and, and get this. It is to become Christ. That's what he says. Read that book. In him dwelt all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And ye that are in Christ, name the name of Christ and live the life of Christ. Well, guess what? They punched his button. They, they whipped him. He could have turned hell loose on them. But he forgave them before they asked. That's what God's asking us to do. These that be in Christ Jesus. 
turn your other cheek. I'm watching people that are planning on going to heaven in my city and in other communities. I am watching them on planning on going to heaven and they don't know what it means to turn their cheek. Hello? Ladies and gentlemen, it's not go to church so I know that if I go to the house of God, I'm signing in and everything's going to be cool. I, I got in the baptistry and I got to talking in a few syllables that were another world and all of that. Now all I got to do is just go to church and just show up a little bit. No, 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 no. He said grow in grace and in knowledge and that's where we are. We are in the need to move forward in this whole concept of in Christ Jesus we are new creations and we don't act like the world we don't respond like the world we're not giving up like the world we are in Christ Jesus a brand new creation and all things are made new that's every day my faith is renewed every day my love for God is renewed every day my love for my neighbor is renewed every day praying is not just a you handle getting a dollar at church? Oh my goodness, guess who your neighbors get? No, no, you get your dollar, he gets five. He'll probably buy you an ice cream if you get down on your knees. Ladies and gentlemen, it ought to be the most exciting thing in the world to go to the house of God and get cut loose from that old world out yonder and say this world is not my home I'm just a passing through my treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blue but I'm getting the earnest the Bible talks about of my inheritance while I'm here I'm already feeling the river of life I'm already feeling the excitement of life I'm already in knowing in whom I have believed and I'm persuaded he that gave me my first breath can give me a new body. Wow. So he tells us in Thessalonians, the church at Thessalonica, he said, see that none render evil for evil unto some stentorian voice. Would you quack up right now? Unto Thank you. But ever follow that which is good. Somebody say forever. Follow that which is good, both among yourselves, the church body, and to all men everywhere. We are about to put a flame in every business in this city. We are about to put a flame in every workplace in this county. We are not just churchgoers in the sense of what people, we are the church. This is the house of God. This is where the bread is broken. This is where the exercising ourselves unto godliness starts. Then we go home and we exercise the right to address and put the word into practice. I have actually seen mothers and dads tell their kids what is supposed to be happening 
and they don't show their kids. It's joy unspeakable and full of glory. Quench not that spirit. Despise not the prophetic voice of the word. Prove all things. In other words, I am maybe waiting on a check, waiting on a promise, waiting on a healing, waiting on a deliverance. I'm waiting because he said in your patience you possess your soul. He understands in this flesh dwells no good thing. This is impatience. We want him to do it now or God, we're going to hang up. Ladies and gentlemen, it's no time to hang up. Get the microphone where he can speak and then turn the speakers up so we can hear. And then abstain from all appearance of evil. We ought not to have to be making a lot of church rules. Abstain from the very appearance of evil. Evil is to do life like we want to do it and not like he's asked us to do it. Evil men shall wax worse and worse. People going to the house of God in different venues are actually now lesbians and homosexuals now are preaching to people about going to heaven. It's time for the apostolic church to rise up and turn the bright lights on. I said it's time for the apostolic people of God in Paris, Texas uh, to stand up for the righteousness of the king and the glory of the resurrection and understand there's not a doubt about it. He is whether I live or whether I die, I'm his. But until I die, I'm going to keep talking about him. I'm going to keep dancing for him. I'm going to keep looking up because I know in whom we have believed. I am persuaded that not only you but there's a thousand people in Paris, Texas right now are looking for somebody that can leap over a troop and jump over a wall and without a question they can move forward in all kind of situations. They're not confiscated and are deliberating and trying to figure out can I make it? No, you are going to make it for greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. I'm telling if God be for you, who can be against you? It's not about showing up at a building. It's about turning the light on and getting all the doubts and fears and worries. Preaching is supposed to do that. Let's get down to verse 23. And the very God of peace sanctify you holy. The word holy there means complete. And I pray God your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless. Say it again. Hello? Blameless unto the coming 
of our Lord Jesus Christ. I wish somebody would stand up and just shout hallelujah three or four times. I want God to know we're here on business. There is a victory cloud in this place. Hallelujah. Now, is that the last one? Okay, good. Now I can get to preaching. Oh, I heard somebody say, I thought you had been. Oh, that was my heart. Okay. So what, with all that in our mind, is going on in our country and in our world and in Lamar County and in too many homes? What's going on? Part-time relationship with deity. This is not every now and then if I feel like it. It is I am his and I've been redeemed unto him. Redemption is moving out of the stagnancy of spirituality and into the river of living water. It shall be in you a well of water springing up. When? How? Every day. That's why I said pray without ceasing. See, if prayer were just, God, I'll lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. If I die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take. That's not prayer. Now, you can make it prayer by truly putting it in your spirit. But prayer is just relationship. It's just communication with him. And he wants to talk to you as much as you want to talk to him because he can't answer your questions if you don't have an ear to hear. And so the Bible says it over and again. He that hath an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying. I'm not down on anybody. Don't you let anybody tell you I preach down on them. I am preaching doubts away. I am preaching fears out of your life. I am putting the pressure on hell. I said that right. I am putting the pressure on hell. Because the hell knows if you ever get a hold of the river of life and you ever get a hold of the truth of life and you ever get a hold of the victory of life, there's no weapon formed against you that can prosper. I'm watching people that don't worship, they don't, uh, they're not filled with the Holy Ghost and they're trying to expect that promise to come true in their bank account. I'm telling you, your bank account depends upon what your work is and faith without works is dead and when you work the works of Christ, guess what goes into your account in heaven and the angels are looking in there and said man that guy he has faith I'm telling you he's gone through all kind of hell and struggles and worries and fears but he's standing upright and all of a sudden the winds of holy power move toward the Red Sea and the Red Sea actually opens up you don't believe that story do you don't you think for one minute he was greater for that that absolute happening that the weather began to confirm 
control the situation. I'm here to tell you he's in charge tonight. He's in charge of sickness. He's in charge of disease. And I am not going to let people be to subtly taken over unless they don't want to be taken over by the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and begin to honor the word of God just like he wants it. And when a man's ways please the Lord, he makes his enemies be at peace with him. I'm not either lying or I'm dying. No, I am telling you that Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever is in this house now. He's gonna be waiting on you tomorrow when you get up. He's gonna watch for you to praise him. Thank you, God, for another night. Thank you for a job. Thank you for a car. Thank you for food. Thank you for my children. Thank you for my parents. Thank you for my wife. Thank you for my husband. I'm here to tell you tonight, there is an oasis that is bursting loose in Paris, Texas, and is starting across the land. I can hardly keep myself seated in my office as God began to unveil so much of this through the day to day. I'm telling you, there is a knock on the door right now that says if you'll open the door, I will come in and I will bring every asset I ever promised to anybody. When you get that knock and that feeling comes over you, I should pray. I would encourage you not to push it away. That may have been him knocking to bring you another promise to light in your mind, in your strength, in your need to be healed. He is a healer. He is a deliverer. If that's not true, don't worry about rapture or hell. But if it is true, I would be concerned about where I am in his covenant. All the same things that went on in the Garden of Eden years ago are going on now. God did it himself when he only had two and they knew who he was. And they lost it all. If you wanted to put it in colloquial language, they went to church every day. If you wanted to put it in colloquial language, they was without a doubt with the creative power of God. And they let one dead fly get in the work of the apothecary. See, God don't hold back anything. When we violate the word, one dead fly is all it took to tear down the covenantal prestige of what was going to heal them. You said, Pastor, 
all of us have sinned every day and come short of the glory of God. That's why he said, if you're faithful and confess your sin, that door will be shut so that the judgment won't take you under. But if you won't confess it, you'll live with it until you are crippled. And you don't have enough faith in him to obey that and you expect him to give you peace that passes understanding? He said, I don't work that way. You either for me or against me. You can't make it any more clear. How clear is that? For me or against me? He said, there's no middle line. Lukewarm, I'll spew you out. Myself, I will put pressure on you until you find one or the other. And that's what's happening in your world today with so many people going to different local, what they call a church. Uh, it's actually a religion. Hopefully in 14 minutes we'll be through. The king controlled and managed the daily affairs in those countries that are ruled by kings. But the prophet blew the whistle. <coughs> the trumpet sounded. Oh, wait, 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 wait. There's something going on. I just heard from heaven. The whistle blew. What? <coughs> Hold on. Don't go any further that direction. The bridge is out down there. You can't make it lying. You can't make it getting angry without compensation. You can't afford to sin. The bridge is out. You can't go any further and expect to have peace and joy and righteousness. I will, I'll give you ministers and I'll give you angels and I'll give you a spirit in yourself that will rise up and you will know that you can't act like that and you can't have covetousness like that and you can't have jealousy in yourself like that. You, you, you got to cut loose from all that stuff. You, you, you got to look unto Jesus, the light, the glory, the victory, the overcomer. never forget the day that my dad pretty much did what I'm asking this man to do he took off his 52 inch belt handed it to me and he knelt down 
Humble yourselves, therefore, to others. We'll never forget that day. And he said, son, I want you to whip me for not being a better daddy. That's the way I was raised. My heart broke. If my dad was willing for me to beat him when I had done wrong, not on your life, dad. See, God is going to be kneeling in front of you saying, son, I've got big stuff for you. How old are you? That's about how old I was when he did that. I think I was 11, but it's close. God, we're not fixing to do anything that would chastise you. We're not fixing to do anything that would make you look pitiful. You gave us life, and it's beautiful. And you gave us cars and houses. The least we can do is find those words that come out of that book. Praise my name in a dance. Praise my name with a loud voice. Praise him with a shout of praise. Hallelujah. 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 Each of us, each of us are told by the Lamb's voice. Praise him with the voice of triumph. Not after you get a victory. Praise him because you know you're going to get a victory. Because it is your father's good pleasure to give good things to them that ask. And particularly if it's asking according to his will. He's never going to give you something you think is good if he sees that it's going to damn your life and cause pride to come in and cause an unruly spirit to come in and all of the above. No, 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 no. He said, praise him. With a loud voice. But then he turns around and said, Call on me in the day of trouble. Uh, that's that, that guy in the uh, right there, in the, that old, we see the, the two shiny headed guys, and the one guy is right, in, he's got a lot of gray hair right in front of him. No, right there. Call on him and say, Brother Ronnie, good and loud. God's waiting on you to be his friend. I said, God's waiting on you to be his friend. And all you got to do is call on him and he'll meet you halfway. He will want you to have faith just as much as he wants to honor faith. He said, I will come to you in the day of trouble. I will be your God and you will be my people. 
That's what we're talking about. When you join a local assembly, it's not joining the church building. You're joining that brother right there. Y'all may not be the same size, but he's got a lot of heart. And I'm going to tell you something. He's got a lot of heart. I've watched him. I've preached to him just sort of like I had you when you first come in. And we used you a lot, and I've been using him a lot, and this thing could go a lot further. Because we're brothers. Ain't no big I and little you. I'm a brother. I am a preacher, yes. But I'm just preaching to us because we need to be preached. Because faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word. And if the word of God is amplified by a voice that's on earth, all of a sudden every one of us begin to stand up all over the building and begin to worship God and say, God, you are the truth. You are the spirit. You are the life. And I want you to know that all things are possible through me because you are living in my mind. You're living in my mind my heart you're living in my hands you're living in my feet oh praise God you musicians better come on back I, I tell you what there's an anointing in this house right now that's going to produce a healing in every home that's here tonight if you will honor what God has allowed us to be a part of tonight I can tell you victory is going to happen and you're going to fight the Goliaths don't you think you're not going to fight Goliath you just get the stone the name and you begin that, that, no, that name that David used was the stone that was hewn out of the corner I'm I'm here to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, that stone didn't just go to Goliath's head because David had a hand in it. I'm telling you, the Holy Ghost is about to do some work, and we are going to light a fire in this city that men and women are going to say, would y'all let me in that house? Would you give me some of that preaching and teaching? Would you give me that brotherly love? Why don't you, if you can do it at all, now, if, you, if, you, if you're handicapped and you can't do it or if you just don't feel comfortable being that close to people, that's okay. But let's crowd, or crowd around the front somewhere and, and, and stay 10 feet from each other. That's fine. We got a little bit of stuff going on in our world, but we need to come to the front. Action. And if you can pray in the Holy Ghost, I encourage you. Pray in the Spirit. Because the Spirit itself maketh intercession with the Father. We'll finish this lesson later. We've got enough right now to mow the little demons out of our homes. There's a victory cloud of rain. It's going to rain. There's going to be a harvest. The seed is in our mind. The seed is in our hands. We're going to proclaim it all over the city. Oh, pray in the Holy Ghost if you can. This is a night to pray in the Holy Ghost at your home, in your car. I'm telling you, there's a revival spirit all over this place.
would encourage you right now, if you have somebody you want to see filled with the Spirit of God or come out of a problem, when Zion travails, sons and daughters shall be born. Now, you're not going to have to travail over a couple of three minutes here to get some work done that's going to last forever in the eternal world. But if you've got somebody that you don't want to go to hell or that you need, you know that they need a healing touch or you know they need a new level of victory, travail right now. When Zion travails, sons and daughters shall be born. That born there has to do with birthing whatever the need is. All over this building. Just, we don't have to have any music right now. Just travailing in the Holy Ghost. Howbeit in the spirit we speak mysteries, for the spirit itself maketh intercession. If you can pray in tongues, that's a good thing right now. It's all over this building. It's throughout this building. Hallelujah, wonderful, wonderful. My wife was with me, or actually I was with her in Kroger the other day. I stopped to wait on her at a certain place in Kroger. I was standing there, and a man I don't ever remember seeing or knowing come right up to me in Kroger's, right there close to the checkout stand, and said, are you Reverend Meyer? And I'm trying to think when I found him or when he found me. I said, yes, sir, I am. He said, I want to tell you something. I listen to that radio broadcast every Sunday morning. And he said, I always get something out of it. Don't you doubt that God's not spreading your voice across the areas. Keep it strong. Keep it vivacious. Let it be filled with faith. You don't have to worry about it. I'm here to tell you, God will take care of from wherever you're praying to wherever the need is. He's got 10,000 of 10,000 of angels that are ready to be torpedoed right into a situation of a hell or a torment or a sickness or a disease. We're not giving up. We're not giving in. We're not going to get weak. We are going to be stronger than ever. We are going to stand fast in the faith. Would you find somebody in your mind that wasn't able to be here tonight and pray? Pray for somebody that was not able to be here. Pray that the spirit of this service will reign wherever they're thinking. Sing it. Just let it saute down into your soul. Sing it. Oh my God. 
there's a sweet spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Casting all our cares on you. prayer over us. This lady carries a strong passion and burden for this city and this church family. God, I thank you for this church. I thank you, God, for the burden that they carry for one another and the burden that they carry for this city. We desire the coming year to be more passionate about the cause of Christ because there is a cause. There is a cause. That cause is reaching those that are lost. Pray that your spirit will be alive in our hearts. God, so that we see people as you see them so that we feel the things that you feel. God, help us to be what you would be if you were here. Thank you, God, for your spirit that makes all the difference because you are the source of our strength. You are the strength of our lives and everything that we are or ever hope to be is all because of you the precious name of Jesus Christ. In the precious name of Jesus Christ. Oh, we bless your name. We bless your name. Oh, thank you, Lord. concerning the fiery trials. But I bring the name of Jesus Christ to this whole picture. I bring the healing. I bring the word of healing. I bring the spirit of the resurrected Messiah 
through the name of Jesus, I curse this infirmity. And however long it takes you to get it out, I am in trust with you. In Jesus' name. Just give him some mild praise. Thank you, Jesus. We praise your holy name. We praise your righteous cause. And we will never be attracted to anything more than your word and your promises, your provisions. In Jesus' name, we separate ourselves unto you. Hallelujah. God bless you. Thank you for making it possible for us to have meetings like this. And I don't ever get to thinking or not realizing that your prayers feed this pulpit, both financially and spiritually. And when that is in a working order, the reciprocation of your prayer comes from a pulpit or a worship service or from a brother or a sister, sometimes just an action. I love you. Can sometimes console the storm. So that's why we, in times gone by, have shook hands after the service. It's because it's brotherhood, it's sisterhood. And it's so easy to get to thinking, I gotta get out of here. Well, these are your brothers and sisters. Years gone by, we traded heartbeats and shook hands and smiled at each other. That encourages people. And faith, it grows. God bless. Have a great time. Just don't overeat. But eat what you need.